I won't ask you guys to raise your hand, but I will remind everybody if you if you didn't start the uh, the one year reading plan to read through the New Testament, I encourage you to do that. You're only two days behind, so you could read three chapters tonight and you can start tonight. I know I know some people weren't here Sunday and and uh, they might be a week behind uh, next Sunday, but I just want to remind everybody and encourage you guys to do it and you guys. You guys encourage me, and you hold me accountable. You ask me sometimes. Don't be afraid to say, "Hey, you've been have you been reading every day?" Because I want to do it. I want to make it through, and I, I want our, I want everybody to do it. So, just a chapter a day. If you didn't get one of those sheets, Miss Christine, I sent one home with Pat for you. I don't know if he gave it to you. Sometimes us men we forget stuff. But all right, good, good deal. The devil has been working hard on me. Well, a good place to to get free from him is the word. So anyway. Uh, just remind everybody about that. We're going to be in Mark tonight. That's what we started on in our reading plan was Mark chapter 1. And uh, there were several things that jumped out to me as we've read the last couple of nights in Mark chapter 1. And we're just going to talk about one of those things tonight. Mark chapter 1 verse 17. There's one little verse. Mark 1, 17. What we, uh, you guys have noticed if you've been reading is that, that Mark really doesn't go into a lot of details in some of these things. In other gospel accounts, we have a lot more detail as to what's going on, but a lot of time uh, when Mark talks about things, he just really sums it up real quick. This happened, that happened, move on to the next thing. And so we don't get into a lot of detail in these things that we read about in Mark, but we will as we read about them in other, in other uh, uh, gospel accounts. But tonight we're going to look at verse 17. And this verse deals with when Jesus begins to call his first disciples. Mark 1, 17, Jesus speaking here, says, Follow me, Jesus told them, and I will make you fish for people. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you now and I thank you for these simple words. And I pray, God, that you help us to, to understand what you're calling your disciples to uh, then, dear Lord, and help us to understand what you're calling us to now and the, and the responsibility that you put on us when you call us to be yours, dear Lord, and we accept that call and accept you as our Lord and Savior. So I pray that you just speak to us through these words tonight. In Jesus' name, I pray it. Amen. You know, we just sung the song, I Have Decided to Follow Jesus, and that's exactly what uh, these disciples here, as Jesus called them, that's exactly what Jesus, uh, what they did, is they decided to follow Jesus. And what they were as, as a profession is they were fishermen. And they were fishing when Jesus came to them to call them to follow him. And what an amazing uh, moment that must have been. I, don't, I only can wonder what, what must have transpired there. Did Jesus uh, say other things that maybe weren't recorded? Did, did somehow they know who Jesus was through things that had gone on? But Jesus came up to them and he says, Look, I want you guys to follow me. And think about it. Jesus came and he was humble. We talked about his humble birth. And, and here we see of all the people that Jesus could have called and, and all the people that Jesus could have hung out with, in these first couple of chapters of Mark, we've seen, one, Jesus choosing a, a fisherman. It wouldn't have been a, a, 
high on the totem pole job even in that day. Uh, And not only did Jesus choose uh, just kind of normal, humble people to be his servants, uh, but he also hung out with the sinners. He also did things that that kind of shook things up a little bit. And here Jesus called the disciples and he says, follow me. And what he tells them is, he says, I will make you fish for men. Now that's, that's interesting. And Jesus is, is, is speaking in a term that they can understand. We see Jesus speak in parables a lot in, in Scripture. And here Jesus speaks in a way that these men can understand. See, what they did before is they would go out in their boats and they would take their nets or their poles or whatever way that they would uh, catch fish. And they would go out and that would probably be something they would do on a regular basis. And they would bring in fish probably for their own livelihood, probably also to sell, uh, to make money. And so they would have known all the ins and outs of what it means to catch a fish. And Jesus says, look, I want you to do a similar thing to what you're doing now, but I want you to fish for people instead of fish for fish. And what Jesus meant there is he wanted the disciples to be alongside him and learn from him as he went around and taught people about the kingdom of God and the good news of God and God's word and how it was fulfilled in him. He wanted to teach to the disciples and be an an example to them so that when he was gone, they could go and continue the work that he had started. And the work that they continued that Jesus had started is the same work that you and I today are continuing. We are following in the same uh, footsteps of the disciples. While we may not have got to seen uh, to see Jesus Christ with our own eyes, while we may uh, have not got to experience the things that the disciples did, we get to see and experience those things through Scripture. And all of those things that Jesus wanted to teach the disciples so that they could learn from and grow and do that work are the same things that Jesus is calling us to do. But anytime that, that, that you talk about fishing, even if you don't like to fish very much, there are some things that you have to be ready for. You don't want to just all of a sudden go out and say, okay, I'm going fishing. You have to take gear with you, right? You have to be prepared. If you're going to fish, uh, you may need a boat. You may want to fish from the bank, but whether you fish from the bank or whether you fish from a boat, you're going to need a fishing pole. You're going to need a net. You're going to have to go to where the fish are, and that's very important for us to remember. Wouldn't it be great if you could just go out there and go fishing and the fish would just jump in the boat? Now, I know that there are some fish in some parts of the world, and they do jump in the boat, but generally speaking, the majority of the time, the fish aren't going to come to you. And it's no different for for us who are trying to reach lost souls in this world. May there occasionally be one that comes up to us and asks us about Jesus Christ and we can share God's word and share the gospel and lead them to Jesus. That may happen from time to time. But the majority of the time, what we are called to do is we have to go out and figure out where the fish are. And the fish don't say in the same spot. The fish move. Now, I don't fish very much because I'm not a good fisherman. I don't do good fishing. I've been with my dad several times, and and when we go, the spot's always different. There's always different spots that he goes because sometimes he'll catch a fish here and sometimes he'll catch a fish there. But when you're fishing, you have to go to where the fish are. And as Christians, we have to figure out, okay, God, where are those people that you're calling us, Enterprise Baptist Church, to minister to? Where do we need to go? And I'm not talking about uh, across the world. Maybe he calls us there. But I'm, I'm talking about, let's think, more close to home. Where do we need to go right around here? Where are there fish? 
fish in our tiny pond in Liberty, Mississippi, that God may be calling us to go catch those fish. Another thing that we think about when we think about, or what I think about when I think about this illustration, is that when you go fishing, depending on the type of fish that you're going to catch or the, the weather that it is, you have to use different types of bait. The same bait is not going to work on every fish, and even that same bait that worked on one fish may not work on that same type of fish next time. You have to understand the fish that you're trying to catch. You have to understand how you're going to be able to catch them, what bait you need to use. As Christians, we have to use different techniques. We don't change the gospel. We don't change what we preach. We don't change what we teach. We don't change Jesus Christ. But sometimes our methods have to change. Sometimes our bait has to change. That's probably a bad word to use when you're trying to uh, talk about reaching people for Christ. It's not like we're trying to bait them in, not like a bait and switch. But but sometimes our techniques have to be different. And just as we're trying to, as we have to change our bait to catch a real life fish, sometimes we may have to change the way we're doing things if we're saying we're not getting any bites. We've been fishing for a long time and we're not, we're not reaching people. We're not bringing people into the fold. How come we're not reaching people? Well, one, we may be fishing in the wrong spot. Two, we may be fishing with the wrong kind of bait. And so if we're not catching fish, Christians, and I'm not talking about real fish, I'm talking about lost souls, then we need to reflect on, okay, Jesus called us to follow him and to lead people to him, and why aren't we reaching those people? And Jesus told his disciples, he says, I will make you fish for people. Jesus wasn't just going to throw them out there on their own. Jesus says, I will make you. Jesus was going to equip them. He was going to build them up. He was going to help them to have the skill set needed to go out and do the work that he had called them to do. And the only way that we're going to catch fish is through the net of Jesus Christ. That's why everywhere we go, everything we do, we need to be casting that net of Jesus Christ to try to bring in as many fish as we can. That we put ourselves in, in, in places around people and situations sometimes that we can reach people that may otherwise not be reached. And so as we think about these verses and we think about the disciples and how Jesus equipped them and prepared them and called them to go out and, and, and catch men, then we need to realize that Jesus has done the same for us. And we need to ask Jesus to, one, reveal to us where are the fish that we need to be trying to catch, and two, God, how can we catch them? God, what can we do? Is there something that we can do different? Is there something about us individually? Is there something about us as a church that we're not, uh, that we're not doing what we should to attract people to Jesus Christ and show them the love that he has for them? Let's pray. Father God, we come to you tonight, and I thank you for these uh, words that we look at. And I pray, God, that you help us to be uh, fishers of men. Dear Lord, I pray that you help us to, to see where the we're the, the men that you want us to catch are, dear Lord, and, and the women that you want us to catch. And, and help us to know how we can better reach and serve that community, our, our community, dear Lord, around us. And I pray that you give us discernment, dear Lord, that we clearly understand and hear what you call us to do and how you want to use us, dear Lord. We want to we be effective for your kingdom. We don't want to just come and be here every day and, and just kind of have a club just to ourselves, dear Lord. But we want other people to come into this group, to come into this congregation and fellowship. God, we want other people to be part of this family, and we want sinners to be forgiven of their sins through Jesus Christ. So help us, God, to be on mission about that in every, every way we can in our life, dear Lord, as individuals and as a church. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.